Welcome to the Wild Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Edge, and today we're discussing maintaining peace throughout the day. This podcast is a weekly inspirational pep talk. It can be so easy to get caught up in daily life and let our emotions take over. My hope is to share my journey to nurture my wild heart with you and hopefully inspire you to do the same. Thank you for joining me for another episode. And I want to thank you as well for all of the positive feedback I've been receiving on this podcast. Every week when I write and record these episodes, it's such an amazing learning experience for me and it's just really humbling to hear how it's helping y'all so thank you for that feedback i just want to let you know i really appreciate it this episode continues our series on spiritual hygiene if you want to go back and check out episodes four and five i go a little bit more in depth on what spiritual hygiene is and why it's important and then in episode five i talk about starting the day with a clean slate and a sense of balance these are just ways that we can take care of ourselves spiritually but just to refresh spiritual hygiene is a tool for bringing balance into our lives and creating peace and a sense of completeness so in other words it helps us create a complete life which is kind of like a dream life last week we discussed starting the day with a clean slate and a sense of balance And today we're going to explore how we can maintain that feeling as we face our daily lives, routines, and expectations. Just like we have to come and check in with our hygiene throughout the day, we wash our hands after we do certain tasks, maybe we check our hair and makeup in the mirror, we change clothes if we get dirty, we likewise have to maintain ourselves spiritually. So there's definitely a lot of obstacles to keeping that sense of balance, keeping our slate clean. First off are moments in our day that just try our patience. It can be really hard when there's a lot of demand on us. And sometimes it feels like all of it is coming at us at once. It can feel like sometimes we don't have everything that we need to achieve our goals or it just feels like there's a lot of things getting in the way another obstacle can be unrealistic expectations of ourselves or of others sometimes we expect ourselves to be perfect we expect the people in our lives to be perfect and we can be really frustrated when it becomes evident that this is not the case. I also think that we can have unrealistic expectations about how much we can accomplish every day. This has been a huge transition for me in becoming a mother. I have always been someone who's relatively productive. I'm a pretty organized person and I'm not a procrastinator. But having a child has really changed the way I look at my time. And it's been hard for me to accept that I just cannot achieve as many of the things as I could without a child. Of course, I am still achieving other things through fulfilling my duties of motherhood. And we'll talk more about that later. 
but nonetheless, it's just frustrating sometimes because I'm used to being able to make other things happen in my day as well. Holding on to negative messages can be another obstacle. Nobody likes rejection or criticism or confrontation or disagreements. And all of these interactions can just leave us feeling really um, down on ourselves. And we can turn around and take it as an opportunity to focus on our weaknesses. And this, of course, throws us off balance and it brings a lot of um, just negativity into our mind and our life. And the last obstacle I'm going to talk about is just when our general expectations are not being met. Maybe this comes from ourselves and we're feeling like we just can't get some of the most basic things done in the day. And I think a big stressor if you're someone who likes to be in control like me can be when other people aren't meeting those really basic expectations. If you have kids, they don't always do what you want them to do. It can be so frustrating when they don't go to bed on time or they won't eat what you prepared for them or they just aren't being cooperative. It's so frustrating and it can just throw off your sense of balance. Another example of this could be when something's just not working like it's supposed to. You get in your car and the battery's dead or there's instructions for how to put something together and it's just not happening or whatever it is. All of these are things that can just shake us. They can take us from this place of of peace, of balance that we've carefully created in our morning routine and throw that out the window. And I don't know about you, but I hate getting to the end of my day feeling frazzled but it happens so easily. So this is really where we can bring in some coping skills and change the way that we face these obstacles in our lives. So the first thing that can be really helpful is taking six deep breaths. I recently listened to a different podcast talking about the power of breath work and the person they were interviewing and it talked about all it takes is six deep breaths to move you into a parasympathetic state and begin relaxing your body and mind. This is the rest and digest phase and it's really important that our bodies get out of fight or flight and into a more peaceful state of being. Like I said, rest and digest. I personally have found this strategy to be really helpful especially when I catch the cues that I'm about to lose my sense of balance very early on. I think all of us have kind of default emotions we tend to turn to. For me, it's definitely anger. I really struggle with anger when I get upset. Um, I think some people automatically go to sadness or fear or shame. We're all kind of different and I feel it. I start to get hot inside my breath actually gets hotter and I feel kind of this itch go through my body. I've recently started noticing all my physical signs of anger. And as soon as I see that happening, whatever's causing it, I just start taking deep breaths. And like I said, for me, I feel my breath. It's actually really hot when I breathe it out and helping myself cool off. Sometimes I will drink ice water or 
take a cold shower or just stick my face in the freezer because I want to address those physical signs and get into a more relaxed state. And if these don't work, what I have found is helpful is to either take a time out and literally I will just close the door and take a moment to myself. You know, even if the baby is going to stand outside the door and cry or the dog's going to bark at me, I'm just going to go take a moment and take a couple breaths, say a prayer, and then come back to the situation. Sometimes I will also just start over. Whatever I am doing, I'll just start from the beginning. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's really helpful. For example, um, probably about a week and a half or two weeks ago, I woke up and it was just fight or flight right away. The baby was screaming, woke up with probably a from a nightmare. The dog really needed to go out. She was barking. Um, I felt like I had so much I had to get done that day. And so immediately the to-do list is just cycling through my head. The house was a mess and it was just chaos. I mean, I did not get a moment to center myself. So of course, took care of those immediate needs, let the dog out, um, changed the baby's diaper, gave her some breakfast, and then I just went and I laid back in bed. I put on a show for the, the baby and I laid back in bed and I just took deep breaths until I felt calm, until I felt like I want to feel when I wake up in the morning and I start my day. I know that not everybody can just go take that extra 10 or 15 minutes to lay in bed and take deep breaths, but if you can, just find little ways to start over. If you're at the store and maybe you're feeling really overwhelmed, sometimes I just have to put everything in my cart back and go back to the entrance and start over. Or just go back to the entrance and start over with what you already have in your cart. Go through your list from the beginning. Whatever it is, find a way to reset, refresh your mind, and get back to the moment before where you felt steady. The next coping skill that I thought of was giving yourself permission to be unapologetically genuine. I think a lot of our stressors in life come from comparing ourselves with others. When we compare ourselves with others, we almost always end up feeling inadequate like we're not achieving enough we're not pretty enough we're not smart enough or funny enough or whatever it is it can be really hard to feel like we can be genuine because we're trying to be like everyone else let me just say you have just as much permission to be yourself as anyone else does this is not always easy to grasp i personally really struggle with feeling like i can be genuine around people in my life even sometimes people that i consider myself to be fairly close to but as i've really worked on giving myself permission to be who i am and to say what i think to share what's important to me of course with tact we don't need to be rude about it but but just that simple gift of permission has helped me feel so much more relaxed and comfortable as I go throughout my day. And in those moments where I'm feeling like I'm not enough or I'm feeling like there's just a lot against me, I'm getting a lot of that negative messaging from the people in my circle, I can just draw on that reminder that I'm allowed to be myself. The validation of my value does not come from other people. 
it comes from me and it comes from God. And this has been just a really empowering realization and truly a gift that I've given myself. I'm not someone who does this perfectly. There's still a lot of layers of insecurity that I'm working through personally. And if you're someone who struggle, struggles to be genuine, you're not going to be able to just flip a switch and be yourself in every moment. But just beginning that journey will really change the way you feel about a lot of the things that happen in your daily life. Another thing we can do is to set goals that are measured more by consistent effort than specific accomplishments. And there's definitely a time for accomplishment measured goals and they're very important we all face deadlines we all want to achieve specific things and so those need to be a priority but sometimes we can have our to-do list we can have all the things that we need to get done in the day and when we're only focusing on achieving those things we can feel really frustrated when we're not able to do that and i don't know about y'all i'm almost never able to finish my to-do list because things just come up in life i've learned that sometimes i have to look at my effort more than how many things I scratched off my to-do list. If I said I'm going to go to the store today and I go to the store and I end up running into a friend and we have a really great chat and I feel uplifted, I know the friend felt uplifted and because of that I spent an extra you know, 30 minutes or an hour out. That's a long time to be talking in the grocery store, but this is the example I can think of. And then I come home and I don't have time to mop the floors before I have to start cooking dinner and, you know, going through my evening routine. And I could easily say, okay, well, I didn't achieve everything I wanted to achieve today, but I still did something that was important. Recognizing that success is more than just checking things off a to-do list is a really important part of a feeling like we have a balanced life because it's important to have a plan but it's also important to be able to be flexible and spontaneous and accept really amazing opportunities when they arise whether that is in regards to your home life goals or your career goals or academic goals or something that just goes with you know serving or feeling connected to your community or building friendships, whatever it is. So this kind of goes back to giving yourself permission to be unapologetically genuine and just dealing with negative messaging. It can be really difficult to not dwell on any of these trains of thought that can kind of lead us to that negative spiral of feeling really down on ourselves and feeling like we're not using our day wisely and just focusing on all our obstacles but it's really important to let go of those thoughts and remember your value i think if if there's ever a moment where you're just really struggling to let go and none of these strategies that I've listed are helping. Sometimes we just have to acknowledge how we're feeling and we have to let ourselves feel that way. We can't always move around our feelings or keep them from coming. Sometimes we have to move through them. If needed, we can confront the situation. We can work on forgiving other people who may be involved and we can embrace our emotions without letting them control us. I think the control comes from allowing ourselves to feel them rather than trying to suppress them. I had a recent experience with this. There was an encounter that I had with someone 
and it just left me feeling really rejected. It really hurt and I was having a hard time getting past it. I was just telling myself it's not a big deal because it wasn't. It was really, it was something so stupid and there's no reason I should have been dwelling on it, but I was. Finally, I just had to say, you know what? I feel rejected. I feel misunderstood. This person just read too deeply into what I was saying and turned around and handled it in a way that I didn't appreciate. It's okay for me to feel that way and to have all of these feelings and accept them and once they've passed, I'm going to forgive myself for feeling this way. And of course, I'm going to forgive this person for really doing what they needed to do as well. And it is so helpful to be able to embrace that those feelings and move past them. We're not always going to feel perfectly peaceful and perfectly balanced. And what we need in each moment to kind of restore that balance is going to be different. It's going to require different amounts of effort or time but as we become more in tune with ourselves and more in tune with how we respond to different situations and what we need from them it will become easier to give ourselves what we need emotionally and to nurture ourselves spiritually and then my last tip and i think this one is so important and it has really been a game changer for me is to recognize what you've accomplished at the end of the day. This is such a great way to get in tune with yourself and your commitment to achieving your goals, whatever they may be and however you're measuring them. This moment of reflection and realizing what good you have done every day can one, keep you from feeling like you're not doing enough, which let's be honest, we are all struggling to feel like we're doing enough. We are. I mean, all of us are working hard and we're giving life our best effort and on those days when maybe we're not i think those are fewer those are not as common as we tell ourselves they are it's a good way to say see that we maybe didn't spend our time wisely that day and what we can either do before we go to bed to feel good or what we can do the next day to feel better. I think this reflection, it's kind of like even though we brush our teeth in the morning so that we can start with fresh breath, right? That's our morning routine and to creating a clean slate, our morning routine of spiritual hygiene that we use to create a clean slate. I think we need to also do the same thing the night before and review our day so that we can fall asleep with a clean slate and just that feeling of peace we have just come to a good place and we've cared for ourselves spiritually i hope that what i've shared today is helpful for you i know that it's been helpful for me for sure this is the last episode in our series on spiritual hygiene and i'd love to hear what you thought about it. Did you like it? How have these tips been helping you in your life? What are some of the things that I haven't mentioned that you found helpful? I'd love to hear your ideas as well. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review and I will talk to you guys next week. This is Bethany Edge and you're listening to the Wild Heart Podcast. (laughs) 